Welcome to Making Strides for Animal Chiropractic, where we promote integration and collaboration. Whether you are just starting your practice or you are ready to push the profession forward, we aim to provide you all the tools necessary to form relationships and educate your community. After all, spines of all sizes deserve to be adjusted. Welcome to our podcast and thanks for listening. Hey guys, Dr. K with Making Strides for Animal Chiropractic. If you're anything like me, you may struggle knowing what to say to new clients. You know, especially when you're worried about uh, the success of your new business, retention is important. So you may be wondering, what the heck is a new client expecting from me when I come to an appointment? Now, when you go through your animal chiropractic program, I know you learn the report of findings speech, where you talk all about subluxation and the philosophy of chiropractic and how amazing it is. But spoiler alert, patients don't care. Um, I personally find that patients and their owners are looking for results. They don't care about the why of the chiropractic if you don't first give them the um, how it's going to work for them. So I hosted a Making a Wow Masterclass where we talked about everything a new client is looking to hear from you during their new patient appointment. So they are wowed and want to stay with you. So um, I'm going to give you a brief peek into that masterclass so that way you know a little bit more about what I have to offer. But first, we're going to have a quick word from our sponsors. Hey guys, you know what I hate? Patient notes. They are the worst. The last thing I want to do when I come home from a long day at work is sit down and write about what I did. Um, I see a lot of patients and it is near impossible for me to come home after a long day, interpret my chicken scratch on a napkin that I wrote about uh, the patient that I saw and write them into my computer and send those records off. It also adds a lot of admin time when I'm considering that I could be out seeing patients with the time that I'm sitting at home and doing notes. It just fries my brain. So thankfully, I found Carmi Swift of iPoint Touch. She talked me off a ledge. She found a program that worked for me that streamlined how I sent my records off. It streamlined my billing, my calendar, and literally things I didn't even know I needed and maybe more efficient so I could spend more time with patients instead of sitting at home doing records. So if you want a little bit more information, this is the top of the line, best animal chiropractic EHR that is available. I recommend you talk to Carmi Swift of iPoint Touch so she can get you a little bit more information and get your practice more successful. Again, look them up at iPointTouch.com. My name, my name is Dr. Katie. Like I said before, I practiced in Dallas, Texas, worked on humans for two and a half years. Um, and I just hated health insurance. I burned out very quickly. Um, I enjoyed certain aspects of it. Like I like treating humans and seeing them get well, but um, it was just, I felt like a never ending cycle where they would get better and then they'd stop coming in. And then we do the whole song and dance over again. Um, we also had a lot of uh, scripts and things we had to follow um, of like, here's your first visit, here's your second visit. Um, and it felt very salesy. So um, when I started my own practice, I just said, I don't want to do that anymore. I want to show up as myself. I want to answer the patient's concerns. I want to solve their problems. And if they want to be here, I want them to be here. But if they don't, then I don't want them here. So um, a lot of self-discovery happened um, when I left that practice and opened my own animal chiropractic practice. I had no idea um, how I was going to have a successful practice. And thankfully, I've failed forward every day and I've learned a lot of um, things that have helped serve me in my practice. And, um, I'm here to share them today with you because I didn't have a mentor when I got started and I really craved one because I felt like I wasted a lot of time. And, uh, thankfully, um, I've learned a lot and, um, I'm sure there's more for me to learn that I'm going to share with you as well. 
Um, but I just want to give back to my profession because there's so much room for growth and so many animals that need care that um, I wanted to reach back out to my fellow colleagues that may be struggling. So that way you can have the information that I felt like I needed when I got started. Okay, so uh, we're going to get into this master class now. Hopefully everyone's here that wants to be here. And we're going to talk about um, how to wow new customers. So I showed you um, already the website, um, but we're also on social media, Making Strides for Animal Cairo. We have Making Strides for Animal Chiropractic Facebook group and podcast. And then there's the website right there. And this is our beautiful new logo. Um, so if you wouldn't mind, go like, share, leave us a review, follow, um, get involved because there's so many amazing animal chiropractors out there who want to see you succeed. I'm really tired of the uh, mentality where it's one for all and uh, not all for one. Like we're here to help each other and there's not enough of us to go around to help serve animals. So I want to have us come together to help the animals that we uh, love to treat. All right. Now this course is not for you today. If you are already an awesome salesperson, like I'm not a salesperson. I was not a used car salesman in my last life. Um, obviously I'm awkward on camera. So this is not like public speaking is not my forte. Uh, I'm just a normal person, if you would. Um, and I really, when I got started with my business, um, you know, I, I did all the coaching groups and, you know, I, I did all the screenings and we'll talk about that later. Um, I just, I'm not an extrovert, I'm an introvert. So every coaching program I went into, um, it was about sales. It was about how to get new patients in your practice. And, um, I just realized that, okay, getting people in is one thing, but how do we keep them in is another, right? And I don't feel like, patients should feel like they got baited and switched when they came into my practice. Like, I don't want to try and upsell them ever. Um, I just want to authentically be a doctor, take care of them well. And I want to inspire them to stay with me because I'm going to be the most thorough person they've ever had. I hear that all the time. And um, that's because I authentically care about my patients. And I, I really wanted to have a program that's about caring about your patients and taking great care of them and not having to be a salesperson because learning how to be a new person personality is not easy. And I tried that for two and a half years when I was starting my business. I thought I had to be a, a certain person in order to attract customers. And it's really not about that because I'm not trying to fit everybody. I'm not trying to get everyone to like me. I'm trying to find the right people to join my practice. So that way I have a sustainable uh, business full of the ideal client. And um, that's, you know, another conversation that we have in my BB course about how to find your ideal client. Um, Sorry, I have my notes here. <laughs> so that way I stay on track because I'm not very good at staying on track. I'm very much a, a squirrel or, um, you know, I'll talk about something else. Um, so I want to be prepared for you all. So if you hear me flipping paper, I do apologize. I, I um, took notes on this diligently for the past week. I want to make sure I prepared uh, for you guys. Now you're in the right place today. If you're socially awkward like me and you struggle to develop relationships, like I was at a kid in middle school that sat at the uh, lunch table by myself. Um, not because I didn't like talking to other people. It's just, I didn't know how to start a conversation. And, um, a lot of that awkwardness followed me into adulthood and, um, I'm really great one-on-one, -on -one, but it, when it comes to like parties or, um, social interactions, I really, really struggle to come out of my own shell because I feel like I have to be somebody else. So when I started this program, it's because I wanted to show up as myself, not having to turn into someone I'm not. So being authentic to me is getting to be a doctor and not a salesperson. 
when you have a business, it feels like you need to learn how to put on that slimy, greasy salesman coat. And um, that's just not me. Like I like to wear a doctor hat and that's it. Like, I don't want to feel like I have to trade that out for something slimy and greasy. I want to be me. I want to feel authentically me. Like I want to wear a baseball cap and no makeup. Like that's who I want to show up as. I don't want to feel like I have to do my hair and my makeup, um, have to show up a certain way. Um, to just make ends meet. Like I want people who authentically want me in my practice and hopefully um, you resonate with that. Like hopefully you want to be the doctor in blue jeans and baseball cap. Like that's the type of personality I am, but you also want to take care of your patients authentically and keep them in your practice um, instead of always trying to hustle and find new ones. So if you're with me, um, that's what we're going to be talking about today. Um, this is an excerpt from my free course. Um, please, if you have a chance, go listen to it. Um, it kind of talks you through uh, why I started making strides from a chiropractic a little bit more in detail. Um, and we'll, we'll gloss over the high points today. But the big thing um, we're talking about today is retention. So I'm going to look through that lens is we have a bucket is what everyone calls it or a funnel, right? And ooh, the beta is being a little weird. I'm sorry, my chair is in the background. Um, this bucket here at the top of the bucket at the top of the funnel is leads, right? And these are people you meet out in marketing events, screenings, or, you know, contacts that you may have like dog trainers or horse trainers or dog food stores, or, you know, saddle fitters, whatever it is. These are leads. These are people you're in contact with. And it when in the opening of the bucket, once they drop in, we're converting them into new patients. So these are people that are actually coming into your practice and using your services, right? Now, most people don't use chiropractic how it's intended to be used. So when I say that, um, I personally think of chiropractic as a lifestyle. This is something you're going to show up and you're going to do the rest of your life because you want to stay healthy, right? It's like going to the gym. You don't just go to the gym when you're fat to lose weight. Hopefully not. Hopefully you go to the gym regularly to stay healthy, right? And that's kind of how I think of chiropractic. However, most patients, when they come in and they convert into a new patient, they have a problem. They have a problem you want them to solve. They want you to solve, excuse me. And once you solve that problem, then they leave, right? And then maybe they will come back, right? And that's the goal. But um, you fix their problem and then they leave. And it's very, very much, especially in America, which is where I'm at, the United States, we have a problem, we get it fixed, and then we think it's fixed for good. And then we stop doing whatever helped us fix that problem, which is not ideal. Right. So we treat the patient until they feel better. And then the patient leaves and then we're like, crap, I need more new patients. So then we go, Hey, in my bucket, I have a giant hole in the bottom or lots of holes in the bottom. And then I have to go back and I have to fill in the top of the bucket. So that way my bucket stays kind of full. So it's essentially like a sieve, right? So we're always wondering where our next new patient is going to come from. And I don't know where you practice, but in the United States, um, more than half, like three quarters of uh, the United States has um, a vet referral law or a supervision law to where it's so freaking hard to get in a new patient, especially if you're a DC like me, to where the time and the cost and the energy to actually get that patient in your door is exhausting. It's so draining. And um, it's just one of those things to where once we finally get someone in the bucket, we can't afford to lose them because it's so hard to get them in, in the first place, right? It's like, we have a, a cap at the top where they just squeeze through. And then when they're finally in the bucket, we don't want them to drop through those holes in the bottom. So traditional marketing doesn't really work for us because we have to work so hard just to get them in the bucket in the first place. Right. Um, let's go to the next slide here. I quickly realized that marketing like this didn't work for me because every single coaching program I went to was like, just do a screening. 
you'll find tons of patients, no problem, right? There's pets everywhere. What's the deal, right? Why can't you get them in your practice? And I would go to or a screening after screening after screening and talk to people that would laugh at me. They say, I didn't know animal chiropractic was even a thing. Ha ha, that's so funny. Or uh, my pet's not in pain. No, thanks. I don't need you, right? And there was one particular screening where I just, is the last straw. I went by myself. I did most of this by myself, actually. And I carried in all this heavy equipment. It was 105 degrees out because I live in Texas. So hot, <laughs> especially right now. Um, and, um, I, I said, okay, I haven't had a lot of interest today. If I could just pass out the rest of my business cards, I'll be proud of myself. Like pat on the back. You can go home. You did your job. Right. So I passed out all my business cards and I said, okay, good job. He, end of the day, you can go home now. Let's go just throw out your trash, pack up and go home. And when I went to take my trash and throw it away, I looked in the trash can and there were my business cards. And um, sorry, I'm a little emotional about it because um, I spent my last paycheck to buy those business cards. My last paycheck for my real job, my real paying job, right? And um, to have people throw them in the trash after I spent energy and time and money, I didn't really have to be that screening event. I felt like trash. I felt like my passion was trash. Like I felt like people just were, you know, dumping um, my passion, like flippantly away. And I just realized after that screening that like, I couldn't do this anymore. I did so many screenings and that was probably the one where I just light bulb clicked on. And I said, this is not working. I can try as hard as I want, be as energetic as I want, smile as much as I want, shake as many hands as I want, pass out as many business cards as I want. And people are going to treat me like trash. Because animal chiropractic isn't well known. It's not really well respected. And why am I going to waste energy and money and time that I can't even spare working for something that's not going to build my business, right? So I had to build a program that worked for me. Because this was not sustainable. There's my little booth right there at that screening that we talked about. And this was me, right? I was a postdoctorate student, broke just like you, and I want to start my own chiropractic business. I wanted to leave my associate position, get patients into my practice, so that way I could leave my real job, right? My real job, <laughs> working on people, right? And people laughed at me at these screenings. My boss, even when I finally quit and said, Hey, I want to start my own animal chiropractic practice. He laughed and he said, you'll be back in six months asking for your job back. And I was scared and I didn't know if I could do it. And, um, I mean, I still have that these days. Right. And, uh, five years later, I'm just like, Oh my God, can I do this? Right. Um, and you know what? I had the same dreams as you all. Like I wanted to make my own schedule. I want to see the patients I want to treat. I want to have a network of vets that are happy and willing to refer to me. And I want to just end of the end of the day. I just want to be able to pay a bill, pay my bills with a job I like doing. Like, I don't, I don't want to be rich and famous. Like I just want to be able to pay my bills live my life and enjoy my job. Right. So after feeling like I was trash because I saw my business cards in the trash, I said, screw it. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to go back to the drawing board. 
And um, right around that time, I started listening to listening to the evidence-based chiropractors podcast. I endorse it um, on uh, my podcast as well as on my website. And um, he's the first person that made sense to me. He's the first person who said, screw that. You're a doctor. You're not a salesperson. Let's talk about how to be patient centric and how to talk to other providers. Right. So I just said, okay, I'm going to try what Dr. Lane made said. I'm going to pick up the phone. I'm going to call a vet. We're going to talk about a patient. Right. And I just, I just picked a random patient. Right. I had this old corgi named Sadie. She's 13 years old, diabetic, horrible joint pain. Right. I think she had hip dysplasia too. Um, probably intervertebral disc disease, arthritis, like all, all sorts of stuff. Right. I picked up the phone and I called her vet. And I said, hi, my name is Caitlin Lackey. I'm with InStrike Chiropractic and I'm treating one of your patients, Sadie. I just wonder if I could talk to your vet and talk a little bit more about how we can uh, work together to get Sadie more comfortable. And we had a 15 minute conversation. It was awesome. That was super nice. I had a great chat. She was interested in chiropractic. And after we hung up the phone, I actually felt good about myself. I felt valued. I felt like I didn't waste a lot of time. I felt I got to talk about my patient and how we're going to get her better. Like it was so constructive. And after that phone call, that one 15 minute phone call, she sent me a boatload of patients, right? So compare one phone call at 15 minutes with 20 plus patient referrals in just like 20 minutes of me talking to her versus Let's see. I have stats here. I did 13 screenings in two years and I collected over 500 people's information at these screenings. Guess how many of them actually turned into patients? Two. Over two and a half years of doing 13 events and 500 people signing up saying they wanted more information, only two became patients. And that's each event was probably three to five hours of my time. So when you compare Apples to oranges here. What is going to be a more more worthwhile investment of your time? Becoming friends with the veterinarians is going to be the easiest way to grow your practice. And that's one thing that I don't think is ever going to go away. It's actually going to be the best way to keep patients in your practice because those patients are better patients, because the vet has referred them to you and has said chiropractic is going to help you. Animal owners right now are in the past with um, where we are in animal chiropractic land. It's, it's very much in the 1970s where you go to the doctor and you say, yes, doctor, I'll do exactly what you say. I'll take whatever pills you want me to take. And you don't question the authority. And that's where veterinary medicine is. It's where human medicine used to be 30 years ago. Vet medicine is about 20, 30 years behind anyway because of the research. But when it comes to an outside person who's not in a place of authority, who can't even really advertise what they do and can't even work on a patient without a referral, no one's going to listen to you when you give your two cents. So if a vet says you need chiropractic care and refers a patient to you, that patient's more likely to stay with you in your practice and listen to your recommendations. So if you're interested in learning on how to make friends with veterinarians, I have another masterclass where we talk about that. It's called the Making Friends Masterclass. And we also have a little bit more information on specifically what I say on the phone to veterinarians in our business basics course. So if you're interested in that information, feel free to look into those resources. This is the epiphany I had, you guys, is it's a win-win-win. When patients want more options and the vet doesn't have any and you need more, need more patients, 
then if you actually build a relationship with veterinarians and they send you cases and the cases get better, then they're going to refer you more patients. So the owner went, um, got a win because they got someone who's going to give them alternative and conservative options. And then the vet wants more options because they're frustrated because they don't have anything else in their toolbox. And then you're also happy because you get a new patient. So basically my whole program, my whole um, business basics program is about how to flip the script, not hustle and just work harder, not try and become someone you're not in order to find patients. It's how can you just authentically show up as you build a relationship, get a patient, get them better and keep them in your practice. That's what we're going to talk about because I personally was tired of going in circles, trying to fill a bucket with a hole in the bottom. I felt like I was a sieve. Like as soon as I would, people had to squeeze in the top and then maybe they'd stay for a little bit and then everyone would leave. Right. And I'm not the type of personality where I can sell animal chiropractic, especially to people that are not even interested in the first place. Like I don't want someone who's desperate wants a miracle. Right. Because we know that chiropractic helps a lot of people, but if your dog's half dead, when you bring it to me, like I might be able to give some palliative relief, but I'm not really going to be able to show you how amazing chiropractic care is. If you wait until your dog's 14 for the first adjustment, I'm sorry. It's just how it goes. Right. I also didn't want to feel like I'm on an island trying to take care of patients by myself. I was a new grad. I had no idea what I was doing. I really like working together with veterinarians so that way they can do what they need to do. I can do what I need to do. And we can collaborate, put our heads together and provide the best care for these patients. I wanted a seat at the table when it came time to animal health care. And, um, you know, going to screenings and hearing animal chiropractic, I didn't know that was a thing or hearing, I'll just call you when I need you. My pet's not in any pain right now. That's not a sustainable way to build your practice because it's going to ruin your self-esteem and your confidence um, because you know better. You know that you can help pets. You know you can help them sooner. And you know animal chiropractic really does work, right? So I don't want you to have to hear every single day that what you do is not important and that doesn't exist. That doesn't work. Right. So we need to talk about how can we flip that script, build your confidence slowly and authentically. So you can be yourself with your ideal client who's actually going to um, follow through with your recommendations. And guys, if I can figure this out, so can you, obviously I'm stumbling through this talk today. So if I can figure out how to talk to a patient, so can you nowadays, five years in do less marketing, Vets send me patients. I don't even have to, you know, really do much. They just send them to me because they know I'm going to get them better and or they've already tried everything else and they know I can do something right. And I have a job I love. I may not be rich and famous. That's OK. I'm fine with that. But I have a job I love. I pay my bills. I don't have to do screenings. It's awesome. And it can be you, too. OK, we're going to talk about the reason why people are going to choose you in your practice. OK, it shouldn't be that you're just the first person who came to mind, you're the cheapest, most affordable, um, or just some, they found you in the paper, right? Which I don't even think people put newspaper ads out anymore. I think it's, I found you on Google, right? Is what people do now. Most people think the reason people choose you is because you're easy to access. Someone told you about, or someone told them about you and your price. You're the most affordable. But why people actually choose you should be because you are an excellent care provider. Not just average, not just good. You are excellent. You give a consistent experience. So every time they can expect the same quality of um, care. 
they get reliable results. So they know when they come to see you, you're going to do X, Y, Z, and they know within this amount of time, you're going to help them solve their problem. That is what people are actually, actually choosing your practice for. When it comes to having a business, it's not about making money. It's about solving people's problems. So how can we solve people's problems and be the very best professional with most reliable experience? So in this course, we're going to uh, talk about the meat and potatoes here, how to give a client what they want, but actually show them what they need, exceed their expectations and customer service. I know I said above all else, but I want to change that to say through systems, customer service through systems. So how to automate and delegate and make things um, more routine. So that way they aren't reliant on you because you are not a machine, you're a human being. And when you're juggling all these plates, things are destined to fall. So how can we make systems, put them in place so that way our client gets the very best experience? Hey guys, Dr. Katie here. Thank you so much for joining me for my podcast. I really appreciate you guys being here. I want to let you guys know that we had a contest last month in June. If you left us a review or a survey um, on how we are doing with this podcast, our mission, our Facebook group, just all of it. If you left us some feedback, um, I entered you in a contest to win a free Merrick Chart poster. Well, the winner of that Merrick Chart poster is Elena Shelton. Thank you so much for uh, leaving us a review. Elena uh, sent me an email earlier saying, hey, Dr. Katie, I mainly listen to your podcast on Spotify and the app doesn't leave me a spot to leave you a message, but I wanted to reach out and let you know a few things. I greatly appreciate all the effort you put into the podcast as a student coming out of um, human chiropractic school this August is hard to navigate how and where to start my practice and listening to your podcast has built my confidence in knowing it takes trial and error and if you don't succeed one way to look at it from a different uh, direction I'll be the first DC in my family also be the first business owner both of which bring a lot of learning curves and I so appreciate hearing your experiences and knowing that there's a support system of other people just like me that want to bring chiropractic to all forms of life thank you so much for everything you do uh, Doc, thank you so much for leaving uh, your review. It means the world to me to know that there are other people like you out there that I'm helping uh, their animal chiropractic business get started. And I want to say thank you so much. And I'm going to send you a poster. So I'm going to reach out via email, get you your poster, uh, your choice, canine or equine. Uh, you guys, thank you so much again for listening. And I can't wait to talk to you again very soon. Hey guys, Dr. Katie here. Thanks for listening. My intention behind starting this podcast was to build awareness and promote our amazing profession. If you like what we're doing here, please like, share, or leave a review. Help us to spread this movement so we all can begin to take steps towards change. Let's make strides for animal chiropractic.